Lara Galloway, the Mom Biz Coach and co-author of the best business and life book you've ever heard of and that you absolutely need to go buy for yourself and everybody you know uh, for a great holiday gift called Mom's Mean Business, a guide to creating a successful company and a happy life. Yours on Amazon for just around 10 bucks. You can even grab the Kindle version or the audio book version and start listening or reading immediately. Um, what better way to entertain yourself and learn at the same time when, especially it's really rainy and cold outside, as it is today. Beautiful day, but very rainy and cold. And why not cuddle up with a good book? All right, guys, that is my promo for the book. Today, I want to talk to you about how to get yourself out of a mess you may have made <laughs> or how to turn things around a little bit if uh, if what you're doing in your business is not exactly what you wanted to be doing or not exactly how you thought it would go. As you know, um, so much of what I share with you on these podcasts come fr comes from my real life situations with my coaching clients. This is where I learn things. I'm always learning things from you really smart people. And, you know, I, you know, I hate to hear it when somebody feels disenchanted with their work. That's often when people do wind up hiring me because something just isn't going the way they, they thought it should be, or they thought it would. And, you know, they say, Hey, I, you know, here I am. I got into this, Laura. I, I really was excited when I started this business. I saw it as the answer to all the things that I wanted to do. I wanted to be home with my kids more. I wanted to control my time. I wanted to spend my time on something that is important to me and that matters to me and that, you know, makes me want to get up and do it every morning. And I want something that I can make a lot of money at that is money I get to keep rather than maybe all the money I'm making for somebody else doing this type of work where they're taking home the lion's share and I'm the grunt worker, you know, who's not getting all that acknowledgement and profitability. So like all of these things go into helping us decide to start a business. And those are all good reasons. Absolutely all of them. Not one is better than the other. However, there are, it's more often than not, I think that I wind up talking to people who just, feel like things grew out of control, feel like things grew in a different direction. And instead of owning the business, they're starting to feel a little bit like the business is owning them. <laughs> Does this resonate with you? Have you ever felt like that? Like, you know, it used to be you were the boss and now your business is bossing you around. You have to work and you have to accept certain clients and you have to work on certain projects. Well, here's the thing, guys. If you are at that point where you are hating on your business just a little bit, <laughs> feeling bossed around by your business just a little bit, or just generally feeling disenchanted, um, let, let's, let's take a step back and see what's going on. And first disclaimer is, okay, all of us suffer a little motivation now and then. Some days we just don't feel like our business is where it's at. It's not going to fire us up, even though it should. Some days we're just not maybe very fire upable. Okay. Maybe there are other things going on in your life and your business just cannot do it for you for a while. And that doesn't mean that you're doomed and you're doing it wrong and that you need to quit or change course or whatever. Sometimes it doesn't mean that. Sometimes it has to do with other things, other external or internal factors going on in our lives. Okay. 
So that's a big caveat, but I'm going to leave it out there because it is important to understand that sometimes it is not, you know, if, if you're feeling like you're hating your business or you're just done with it or not excited or you're over it, sometimes it's just a phase, really. It's just a mood, and you should be familiar with those as a woman <laughs> because we go through those moods now and then, don't we, right? But, okay, that disclaimer or caveat aside, let's talk about when you do realize, as one of my clients was telling me last week, that you're just that you're just over it, that you really don't like the way it's gone at all. So I have a client who built a, a pretty nice business that she's been doing some uh, resume consulting and some HR consulting. And, you know, for a while there, she was doing it all kind of uh, a little bit freelance for some of the company that uh, some people in the company she used to work for. And that was working out just fine. So she Instead of working and giving all of her profitability to the company she was working for, she's doing the same kind of work for almost the same people. The company was hiring her out as a contractor um, and, and making good money at it. And that was great. And then more opportunities happened and developed. And little by little, she started getting attracted to the idea. And this was over two or three years. She started getting attracted to the idea of maybe going back to work for a company because she was getting frustrated with some of the feast or famine cycle that she would go through. You know, she'd have a whole lot of work. She'd be so busy. And then she'd start freaking out and stressing out because there weren't enough clients at the end of the day and, you know, whatever. So she was going back and forth with that, but she stayed. She decided to not go back to work and she kept working for herself. And I think that was a good decision for her. She seemed pretty happy with it for a while. And then, you know, we, I think we, we took a break from coaching for maybe a year or so, maybe two years. It's been a little while. And when she called me back recently, we started talking, you know, the reason she was interested in working with me again is because she felt that her business had grown away from her and that she was at a crossroads and she really needed to make the decision. And she wanted my help to make the decision whether or not she needed to keep doing this business, whether she needed to find some new business, whether she needed to go back to work, whether she needed to evolve or change her business model. You know, she just was struggling making that decision and just felt very frustrated. And also like there was, you know, that 9 million pound hippo sitting on her chest because she felt like if she didn't make the right decision, she was just going to really suffer. And, and she was already suffering, right? So I know I've talked to several women who've been at this crossroads before where They've got, you know, a good four, five, six, maybe even 10 years under their belt running their business, but it evolved away from them. So I just, I want to share that this is a normal, you know, unfortunately or fortunately, this is a normal growth pattern entrepreneur. Your business may morph and evolve and all of a sudden you might not like it. One of the things that, you know, my client realized she didn't like was all of the neediness from her clients. She felt like she was being called on as a therapist and having to uh, really put up with listening to a whole lot of their, their, you know, angst and their, their, you know, frustrations and all this stuff. And she felt like, you know, that was part of her job being a nice person when she was trying to understand what they wanted in a job so that she could help them. You know, she was doing HR stuff, a little bit, I guess, kind of recruiting type consulting and then also some, you know, the, the resume writing and stuff. So she's 
she realized that as she got more into that business, it was causing her to really have to deal a whole lot with a lot of negativity with people who were struggling to get jobs. And she just couldn't bear it anymore. So our conversation, it was, it was a many pronged conversation, but what I want to focus on for the show today is what to do when you are feeling miserable in your job, what to do when you feel that your business has outgrown you or gone in a different direction or gotten away from you or is bossing you around or, or whatever it is. Guys, one of the first things for you to do is to understand that under no circumstances do you have to do anything, okay? Let me, let me say that again. You do not have to do anything you don't want to do. So if you want to argue with me on that, if your you know, hackles are rising and you're feeling frustrated, you probably need some coaching right now, okay? Because you've got a real tough mindset going on that it is, and that, that is the 900-pound hippo or 9-million-pound hippo sitting on your chest, okay? The idea that we have to do something in a business is not true. It, it feels like it's true, okay? It feels like, well, if I don't listen to this client, how am I going to, um, you know, really understand what they need for this next job? Or if I don't listen to this client go on and on and on and on about how awful her last interview was, um, then she's going to think I'm rude and she won't, you know, want to pay me or keep working with me going forward. Like, this is just part of the job or whatever. So, if you are having an argument with yourself that you have to do something in your business that you absolutely patently do not want to do, you have a mindset issue going on. And I say that not to beat up on you, but so that you understand that you actually do have the power and you are making a choice about whether or not you do that. Now, I get it. I, it sounds real easy over here to say, you know, we'll just say don't do it. It's a little more complicated than that, but it's also kind of that simple. We have to set very clear boundaries in our business. And a lot of times when a client comes to me with this kind of quandary, it's because she's got certain boundaries or certain expectations that she's forgotten about or gotten lax about enforcing or just lost her vision on. She's just forgotten about them. Okay. If you are, you know, if you find that you're spending, and she was telling me how many, you know, hours a week she was listening to people tell them her problems, you know, when she didn't feel like a therapist, but, you know, kind of felt like she was morphing into one. Um, and, and it's not like that. She didn't go into this for this kind of a job, right? That's not what she wanted. She really enjoyed the writing. She enjoyed the scavenger hunt of, you know, matching the right people with the right kind of skills, with the right kind of jobs and careers. So this, this stuff where she's having to deal with all these emotional challenges and this negativity, negativity was really stressing her out was because she didn't put up a boundary about it. She slid into it. It started happening and she never was felt strong and confident enough to put up a boundary and let her clients know, you know, like very, with very gentle cues. If they start going into that saying, Hey, listen, I, I, I imagine this is a, a big challenge. You know what? I need to stay focused right now uh, so I can get this work done for you on the, you know, the challenges 
that came up in this position that you don't want to face next time. So can I shift our conversation back to those things, right? And and it's a very gentle way. It's not saying, hey, whoa, I don't want to talk about that. You're driving me crazy or who wants to hear your negative crap? Nobody's saying that. But it's a very strong but very careful request that says, hey, I need for me to be able to do my job well for you, I need to shift this back a little bit to the pieces that I can help you with and that I can work with. I understand how you're feeling, but I'm not really going to be able to help you with that. And I know our time is limited, you know, for this phone call today, or I have another meeting coming up in 20 minutes, whatever it is, set a boundary and let people know that you do value your time and their time. Okay. It's, it's subtle, but it's so empowering when you learn to do it. That's just one example. But if I can say anything about this, guys, if you're feeling stressed out and like you're just ready to be done with this, chances are you do need to check back in with your priorities and you need to check back in and whether or not you have the proper boundaries set up to support you and to honor those priorities. Okay? If not, it can be a little bit challenging to make those changes, especially when you've already got an existing relationship with a client but it can be done. I can certainly help you. And there are some great books out there about how to set good boundaries. That would be the place I would start. Okay. Again, the second thing, or I've already said it, but you know, I've got to say it again, is really checking in with those priorities. So your boundaries need to support your priorities. Your priorities are your boss. If you aren't liking the way this job is right now, I'm guessing you've checked out of your, of your priorities and not, they're not front and center for you anymore. And I want to ask you, is that because your priorities have shifted recently? Okay. It might be time to check in. You may be experiencing this pain and frustration and suffering right now because your priorities have actually evolved and that happens. It just takes a little bit of recognition and articulating that, articulating the priorities again, to help you get back on track. I hope that's helpful, guys. I know it's hard to make decisions from this place, but it can be done. You can get your business back. You can enjoy it again, or you can boldly go towards a new chapter. Both are good options. All right, that's it for today. I am your coach and your host, Laura Galloway, the Mom Business Coach. Take care.